Hey friend, how are you? Oh my gosh, summer feels like a distant blur or a distant memory right now. And I'm sure you are well into the thick of the back to school routine, getting those backpacks organized, making sure lunches are sorted, after school clubs are organized and all of the taxis to and from school and all of the events. Now today's episode, I really hope it's gonna bless you. I'm gonna share with you my top five tips for building a successful and stress-free morning routine so that you can get yourself out of the door with everyone and everything that you need so that you can have a really positive and confident start to your day. Welcome to the Productive Mom Podcast. I'm SJ, mom, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Now, I don't know about you, and it's probably the teacher in me a little bit, but I really like the start of a new academic year because it feels like you're wiping the slate clean and you're making a fresh start to a fresh new year in school, obviously, in terms of the academic year. But it's such a great chance and a great opportunity for you to reflect back on, you know, the past eight months of the year and to think, okay, what's gone well? What hasn't gone so well? What things do I want to change? Because we've still got like, you know, three and a half, four months, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, left of 2022. And you might be thinking, do you know what? Like that is plenty of time for you to hit a goal, to get yourself organised, to make sure that you and your kids are having the best start to this new academic year. And if you are of that mindset right now where you're thinking, do you know what, I've still got three months of 2022 left, I want to make those the best three months that I possibly can. I've got a goal, I want to get organised, I want to achieve something, but often that can feel really overwhelming on your own. So I'm sat here right behind my mic right now, raising my hand and going, yeah, I can help you with that. I can help you get clear on what it is that you want to achieve by the end of 2022. I can help you get clarity on that goal. I can then help you build an action plan so you know step by step what it is that you need to do to achieve that goal. And then I'm gonna help you find the time in what I know is a really busy, tight schedule. We're gonna unpick and unpack your schedule and I'm gonna help you to find the time to be able to do the things that you need to do to hit that goal. We're gonna spend two hours together on Zoom working through all of that and you're gonna come away at the end of those two hours with a really, really clear action plan and you'll know what steps you've got to take to hit that goal and you also will know where you are going to fit those action steps within your daily schedule 
And not only are you gonna spend two hours with me doing coaching, I'm also gonna send you in the post a hardback copy of the She Rises Planner. And that is my 90-day planner and Bible study in one. So it's gonna be your go-to book that's gonna be there to take you through those three months so that you have got space to plan all of your activities in the day, to do your meal planning, but it's also your Bible study. I've put 90 days worth of scriptures into the She Rises Planner and you can work through those scriptures and I know that you're going to find them inspiring, comforting and they're going to help you to connect with God as you go through this three month process. And not only that, you're going to also have access to me via an app so you can check in and ask me any questions that you might have over those three months just in case you need a little bit of extra support. You will also be a member of the She Rises community so you can connect and check in with other like-minded Christian women like you who have all set themselves a goal and are working towards that goal with God using the planner and the Bible study within the She Rises planner. Now, if you wanna go and grab one of those spots, the link is in the show notes. And because September is my birthday month, if you go down into the show notes, you're gonna see a special birthday discount code that is gonna give you some money off throughout the month of September. All you need to do is use the code birthday at checkout and it's gonna give you an extra special birthday discount because September is my birthday month. Now, all of that being said, let's get into today's episode where we're talking about going back to school, building a successful morning routine so that you can make sure you have got everyone and everything you need to get a positive start to your day. So the first thing I'm gonna do before I start working through the five tips is I'm gonna say one thing to you that I used to kind of be of this mindset of this school of thought and it's something that so many like productivity coaches say, they always say get up before your kids get up. And yes, absolutely, I am so down for that. But right now, in the season that I am in with my daughter, who quite likes to get up at five o'clock in the morning with me as well, I am not getting up any earlier because I need to sleep. And if that is you, do not feel bad if you are getting up at the same time as your children. Because I here am the biggest advocate for prioritizing sleep. Because I would much rather that you had a really, really good night's sleep and you felt rested and you felt ready to take on the day than you are getting up at four o'clock in the morning because your kids are up at five. So full permission from me to do what works for you. Now, all of that being said, one of the things that I'm gonna start off with is thinking about actually your morning routine starts the night before. So you need to work out how many hours sleep you need to get. So if you know that you've got to wake up at six o'clock in the morning, you need to backtrack to how many hours, what time do I need to go to bed to make sure that I'm getting enough hours sleep. Now in our house, for example, like we're typically up at half past five in the morning. So I backtrack eight hours because I am definitely a girl who needs eight hours of sleep. 
and I backtrack and I know that I need to be putting myself into bed to sleep, ready to go to sleep for half past nine. Yes, we are that rock and roll in this house. But as I said a few minutes ago, one of the main things that I always advise all of you, all of the women that I work with, is to make sleep a priority. So work out if you've got to get up at a certain time in the morning, what time do you need to go to bed? So let's start off by thinking about what time you then need to leave the house. So for example, if you need to leave at eight o'clock and you know that it takes your kids like an hour and a half to two hours to get dressed and get ready for school, it is no good you getting up at half past seven. Like you're gonna have to backtrack. What time do I need to be out the door? What time do I need, how much time do I need for each task? What time do I need to get up? And then backtrack your eight hours or however many hours sleep you need so that you are getting enough rest. So tip number one is to work backwards. Work backwards from when you need to leave be realistic, (laughs) like we know that stuff happens, give yourself like bumper padding, give yourself some buffers, you know, if you know that you've got to be out the door at half past eight, then give yourself like the target to be like pretty much ready by 8.25 so that you've got five minutes to dash back into the house if your kids have forgotten something. So backtracking is the first tip and Going on from that, number two really is about thinking about what can you do the night before that is going to make your process, that process of getting out the door easier. So tip number two really is about prepping as much as possible the night before. What can you do? Think about uniform, think about your clothes, think about like your workout clothes, what shoes you're going to wear, what is everybody having for lunch, all of those kind of things. Making sure that you have prepped as much of that as you possibly can the night before. Now, let me give you an example of what that actually looks like in our house. So in our house, we have this like, kind of like communication board, if you like. And it's a board that I got from Ikea. It's a white board that we've screwed into the wall and it's got like holes in it and you can put like clips and shelves and all sorts of things and they're super handy. I've got them in my kitchen, I've also got them up here in my office. And what I do is I have one of those boards for Chloe and on that board we have her, we hang the night before, we hang her school uniform and we also hang her bags. She has like a book bag, which is like a a school labeled book bag. And then she also has her own little backpack with her water and like any like PE kit and that kind of stuff that she needs. And that is all kept in one place. And then also on that board, and if you want me, um, if you're interested in like what this looks like, like send me a message or send me an email and I'll take a photo of it and I'll show you. And it also has a, I keep all of like her hairbands on this area as well. So I know in the mornings that I'm going to need to 
brush her hair I'm gonna need to tie her hair up for school so within that board I've hung up her bags her uniform and then I've also got like her hairbrush this like detangling spray stuff that I spray in her hair because like let's be honest if you've got little girls you know like the arguments <laughs> about brushing hair in the morning and then I've also got all of her hair bands so it's all in one place and I'm not like running around like some kind of headless chicken trying to find the things that I need in the morning. Now if you like the sound of this like I call it a communications board um, if you like the sound of it I could always do an episode that is just purely around this and how to set one up what kind of things you should have on there how it works for us let me know because I'd be more than happy to do a different a separate episode all about that but that's my prep for the day before I also have um, some bits and pieces on there that I potentially might need so if I've got bits of paper I've, uh, I need to take with me I also might hang my own bag on there I tend to keep so I have this like sort of bench by the front door where I put my stuff so if I'm gonna go um, to the gym then I've got my workout bag full and ready by the door on the bench with like my handbag and that kind of thing so number two it really is about prepping as much as you can the night before to make your life as simple as possible so you can get out the door as quickly as you can now all of that being said one of the key things that I use and this is tip number three are like time cues and I used to use like timers and alarms on my phone so one of the key times for us in the morning is when Tim leaves the house so he leaves actually before we do he leaves normally about like quarter past seven twenty past seven And what I've actually started doing now is using certain times within our morning, within our morning routine to be like, right, okay, this is where we're at now. This is what we should be doing like within these times. And one of the key tips that I really, really like to do when it comes to this is actually using Alexa. (laughs) And I'm sorry if I've set your Alexa off and you're listening to this, but I love using that tool I mean let's be honest like how many of us have them in our homes and we really don't use them as much as potentially we could but what I do is I set timers on Alexa to remind me to get things like let me give you an example so I might set a timer on there to go off at seven o'clock and it will tell me that it's seven o'clock and that Tim needs to be really getting ready to go. One of the other things that I do is I'll set a timer on there for Chloe for like quarter past eight because we normally leave about half past and she will tell Chloe to remind to put she will remind Chloe to go and get her shoes and put her shoes on and it's just like these time cues and reminders that just help kind of like everybody to know where they're at and what they should be doing. And the great thing about this tool is that it's not you who's reminding. So it doesn't feel like you're nagging everybody. And if you've got, so let's go back to Chloe and her shoes, for example. If I've got a reminder at 8.15 for Chloe to go and put her shoes on, 
I also have a reminder for 8.20 to remind Chloe to put her shoes on because let's be honest, like how long (laughs) does it take for kids to put their shoes on? I don't know if yours are the same as mine, but she just gets so distracted so easily. She is more than capable of getting her shoes and putting them on herself. And we're using these time cues now to help her to get through and get herself organized and to be more independent as she's five years old. Okay, number four, and this kind of moves on quite nicely from using these time cues for your children. Obviously, this is going to depend on how old they are. But I really think from certainly if they're going to school, if they are, you know, going to nursery and that sort of thing on a regular basis, if they're up and they're able and they're moving around and they're able to understand certain terms, then, you know, we need to be making sure that they are as independent as we possibly can do. So the next thing is tip number four is about what can your kids do? Like what can other people do in your home so that you are not the only person who is running this show? Now, if you've got older children, particularly if you've got children who are what we call here in the UK in secondary school, like from 11, age 11 upwards, I really think, and I'm saying this with love, (laughs) but I'm also saying this as an ex-secondary school teacher, those children are not independent enough because they're coming to school and they're not equipped. Like they haven't got their pens, they haven't got their pencils, they haven't got the right books, they haven't got the right PE kit. And that's because like we're not organizing them and we're not teaching them early enough to be independent. And that has a massive knock-on effect on how they do in school because they're coming to school, they haven't got the right kit, they're getting like, you know, in trouble from their teachers and it's not setting them up for success so really for us as parents what we've got to do is to try and get them as independent as possible what can they do what do they need help with like bed making for example I remember having a conversation with a lady who who has like a 15 year old son and he wasn't making his bed she was spending like five to ten minutes a day going through her house she had two teenage sons and she was making their beds. And I'm like, well, that's like 10, 15 minutes that you could be doing something else. Like, why can these boys who are aged 13 and 15, why can they not be making their own beds? So that would give her 15 minutes back. And these are the kind of conversations that we have when we're doing coaching. Because so often when we're in it, we can't see like the wood from the trees. <laughs> you know, what's that saying? We, you know, we're very good at um, within the scriptures. It says we're very good at pointing out the other person's speck in their eye, but we can't see the plank in our own. Well, that comes to, that's kind of the same thing when it comes to how we're organizing things, what we're doing. And we say, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time. But when you've got a fresh set of eyes on it, and you're talking things through, you can find these little tweaks and these little things that are actually going to free up quite a lot of time and make your day a bit quicker. So in that situation, what you could be doing, you know, say your kids get up at seven, you could set a reminder on Alexa for your kids to make their bed at five past seven. Like, you know, I don't know, Johnny, make your bed at <laughs> five past seven. So you get Alexa to remind Johnny to go and make his bed so that you're not doing it. 
what can you give to other people? Like if you have got a partner and a husband or, you know, there's two adults in the house, it is not all your responsibility to get the kids out to school. Now in our house, like Tim leaves before us, but before he goes, he is really proactive in what he does before he leaves. He will often take turns with me to walk the dog. He's doing the dishwasher. I've like, we've actually sat down and had a conversation about what are the things that he can do before he goes to help and support us in the morning. And these are some of the things that he does. He might pick up the washing and take it downstairs and put it in the washing machine. Like it's not your full responsibility to do all of the things. And again, when we're talking through this stuff, when we're coaching, when we're doing coaching sessions, often when we're in it, when we are the ones like living our lives on a day-to-day, some of these things we just don't see because we've got our blinkers on, we're doing things one way and we think that that's the only way. But when you're talking it through with me, then often we can find like little tweaks and little solutions that are gonna make things more effective in your day so that you can then find the time for this goal and these action steps that you need to take to hit your goal. Now, that being said, this moves on really, really nicely to my last tip, which is tip number five, is about making sure that in the hustle and the bustle of getting everybody else out the door and making sure that everyone's got some, what they need and all of the bits and the food and all of the crazy, is really just to take some time for you. Because if you are in a good place and your mindset and your head is in a great place, then it's gonna mean that everybody else is going to be in a good place too. Because you, my friend, as the mother of this household, you are the glue. Like, you run this show. I know you do because I do it too. You're steering the ship and the way that you are impacts the rest of the household. So take some time for you. Like, turn round to your husband and say, look, I need 10 minutes myself. I'm going to go and sit in our room or, you know, wherever it is in your garden room or something with a cup of tea, with a cup of coffee, whatever it is. And I'm going to take 10 minutes for myself. And then you can say to him, why don't you go and do the same? I'll go for 10 minutes. You go for 10 minutes. And you're both then going to get like a really nice bit of space for yourselves and you're covering for each other. You're working as a team. And I think it's so important to take that 10 minutes. And with that 10 minutes, I really think that the best way that you can spend those 10 minutes is with God. And that is why within the planner, within the She Rises planner that I've created for you is this Bible study. It's the SOAP Bible study method. So it's scripture, application, observation. I've done that around the wrong way. (laughs) I can't spell SOAP and prayer. And it's there and I've given you the scriptures And it's there in one book where you can just open that book and just spend 10 minutes with God starting your day in the right way. And it's so important just to take that time for yourself. And like I said, you and your husband, you or if there's another adult in the house, you can tag team that. Like you can say, look, you go and have 10 minutes, sit down, drink your coffee in peace. I've got this. 
and then you can go and do the same or vice versa. And I think it's such a respectful thing to do for one another because the hustle and the bustle of the day is like, oh my goodness, it's all crazy. But if you can give each other that little breather in the mornings, like what an amazing way to start the day. And if you're in a good place and they're in a good place, then the kids are going to notice that too. And you're going to have a much happier, less stressed household. So there we go. My top five tips. Let's just do a quick recap. First of all, is working backwards from when you need to leave the door, working backwards to the night before to when you need to go to bed. Number two was about prepping as much as possible the night before. Number three was using time cues. Like what are the key moments, the key triggers and using a Alexa or a Google or, you know, apps on your phone to set reminders and timers to get things moving to make sure that you're staying on track. Number four, what can other people do? What can your kids do? What can your husband do? You do not have to do it all. Outsource, outsource my friend. And number five is to make sure that you are taking 10 minutes for yourself to spend some time with God to set your day up in the best way that you possibly can. Okay, my friend, I hope you found this helpful today. Don't forget, go and click the link in the show notes. Use the code BIRTHDAY to get a special birthday discount through September because it is my birthday month for the coaching and the She Rises planner that I have spoken about. I'm really excited to be able to help you to get clarity on your goal, to build this action plan and to help you find the time for those action steps so that you can have a really successful end to 2022. I look forward to meeting you in the next episode. Have an amazing day. Don't forget, if you want to ask me any questions or you just want to come over and say hi, send me an email. The email is also in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.